Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. Seems like forever since we've done a show. Hey, I want to uh, apologize briefly for all the downtime last week. We uh, we had to reschedule a couple of shows. I was, um, for those who follow my, uh, my daily blog and whatnot, wasn't happening. I was uh, not able to be online at all. Our router here at the house, um, I work from home, uh, went out. It decided to die, and it took our uh, service provider a couple days to get a new – well, they got the new one here right away. Didn't work, and they had to send out a tech, and that was a whole thing, and they had to rewire a bunch of stuff. Apparently, we use a lot of data, um, which is fine. You know, that's cool. I just wish they could have done it a little quicker. Our house is, is basically, ladies and gentlemen, a, a smart house, and if it's not connected to the net, it gets real quiet real quick around here. Um, all of our TV, all of our mute, everything uh, is all computerized. So uh, sounds like the beginning of a bad horror movie, and it kind of was. It kind of was. But we're back on track now, and we're starting the week off right. We've got a fantastic, man, I really, really dig this band. They're a hard rock band, originally out of Chicago, uh, now based in uh, Los Angeles, and they are just fantastic, man. I am a big fan, and without further ado, I'd like to welcome the members of High Street. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Hey, how are you? Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Good, 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 good. It's been, I know you guys are in L.A. I hope, um, you know, I, I haven't watched the news yet today. I've just been busy. Um, I hope there's no fires, earthquakes, um, you know, wrath of God, any of that stuff happening where you guys are at. Not at the moment, actually. It seems like it's been pretty decent weather lately. Um, we've actually been nice. uh, rehearsing today because um, our first show is on Thursday uh, at the Maui Sugar Mill um, and it has uh, it's a little overcast today but you know what you know it's it's nice weather well it's fantastic man it's fantastic it's um it's good to hear I I worry about my um well I guess with the big this big storms up in the northeast now um, so we're gonna worry about the New York people and, and New England and all that Boston yeah. um LA is okay today. I love it. Um, that's sure fantastic. Is. You know, kind of. An, I was reading my uh, my notes here uh, about you guys, about the band and everything before we started. You guys have an interesting story. Um, kind of started mm-hmm. out in Chicago. Um, you um, and then went out to uh, went to school, went out west, and then reformed up the band out there, huh? Correct. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a pretty long story, but um, you know, basically, uh, my name's Eric. For those uh, tuning in, I'm the lead guitarist and uh, founder of the group. Um, but yeah, we started um, the band started um, when I was about eight years old uh, back in Chicago, and uh, my older brother 
uh, was uh, two years older than me, and he was a drummer as well. And so uh, my dad had uh, had uh, who used to be a musician um, wanted okay. us to form a little group, um, and so we formed a little uh, group comprised of a bunch of middle school students, and it was kind of just like you know playing a bunch of garage band gigs at first and just like birthday parties and stuff like that and then um it just got more yeah, but you're a kid during this right yeah yeah roughly about you know like eight years old or something like that so um <laughs> I, you know That's I awesome. picked up the, yeah so i mean and then it just you know got bigger and bigger and then we started headlining at you know big clubs in the city and and then you know the rest is history so oh my gosh I've never had the musical um, uh, gene. I, I've never had it. I um, mm-hmm. I was in a band briefly for about three weeks when I was in high school, and I'll never forget it. They were all pretty good, and um, I had big, crazy hair. I was, you know, the art guy in school, and, um, you know, I knew a lot of girls. And so they this band asked me to be, you know, they said, hey, you know a lot of girls and stuff. We want you in the band. I said, I don't know how to play anything. I'm not musical, you know, and. They said, right. look, do a stand behind this keyboard. We'll pre-program everything. All you got to do is stand there, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. Make sure some of those girls come to the gig that you know. Right. Like, yeah, I yeah, can do that, that's awesome man. goal, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how, yeah. That's how all of us <laughs> It was for us. With, uh, <laughs> you know. But, so I remember we got our, our first gig was a graduation party. It sounds like something you, you were talking about there. And uh-huh. uh, we knew, like, four songs. That was it. That's all the band knew. And wow. we played those, and we were like 15 minutes into the gig. You were supposed to play for an hour. And we didn't. then we, real, we, we knew we were in trouble. You know, we didn't even think about it beforehand. And uh, right. I said, how, how do I restart this thing at the beginning of the loop? And, you know, the bass player guy came over and hit a couple things on the keyboard. And we just played those four songs over and over <laughs> Over for oh, an wow. Hour. oh wow! So it was just like a, like a little loop of uh, four songs for the night. Exactly, and I think everybody right. clapped just to get us the hell to be quiet to get us out of there. Um, mm. You know, because you could set your your watch by a, <laughs> what song we were playing. It was terrible, and that was the last gig. And the band all went went away to college after that. You know, went away, oh, and okay. all the guys were older than me. So that was the end of that. Right. And that was my only experience. Um, but then I, everybody I knew growing up, I grew up in uh, Metro Detroit, six hours from you guys in Chicago there. And, but everybody I knew wanted to be a guitar player. And I'm a little older, so you know everybody wanted to be either Eddie Van Halen or Randy Rhodes. And I remember I said, sitting down with a group of friends of mine, and I said, God, they were forming a band. And then I said, guys, you can't have nine guitar players. Somebody's got to learn how right. to play something else. You know, exactly. it ain't going to work. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It was, I think it's a Midwest thing. But it sounds like, it I is. mean, you're playing gigs as a kid and stuff. It sounds like this is what you were supposed to be doing, man. Uh, you know, you were on I it. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. That's pretty man. Awesome. I mean, you know, and, and all of us, too. I mean, like, we, uh, we've been playing. I mean, Oxygen has been singing for practically his whole life. I mean, we're in... You know, we're all in our early 20s. Our bass player, Nick, here isn't even 21 yet. And he's just, you know, you know, we, I guess we, we all have a knack. This is all that we do is just play music. And music is basically our entire being. So uh, we're happy to be playing together for sure. Yeah. 
see, you guys are true artists. That's it's it's what you're oh, calling you. it. It's, you know, that's that's amazing. And I think it it shows. We're gonna play the track here in a little bit, but um, mm-hmm. your your new track that we're promoing, "Swallow Your Pride." But man, what a track! And what a just a cool cool story. Now, how did everybody meet? So you're in L.A. and um, what you saw an oxygen walking down the street humming a tune. I mean, what what happened? Well, okay, so so uh, all of us go, uh, all of us went to music college at some point in time, right? Nice. And uh, uh-huh. Eric, Eric was looking for a singer, and he put up a listing on on a forum on a on on this cool website, and that's how. And and one day I was just randomly browsing. Let's see what's there. It's 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 usually there's nothing there. But but mm. all of a sudden this popped up saying that this band one's a rock singer, and then I just emailed them out of the blue and I'm like, hey, if you want a rock singer, I'm I'm down. Um, uh, and and then one thing led to another. I did a couple of auditions, uh, with um uh, with that iteration of the lineup and uh, and yeah, and then and then I was uh, slotted in and. Uh, and then I got Brando into the fold, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's you know it's a, a little bit more complex than that. Like, because basically, um, so back in 2019, so like I I came to LA in 2017, right? Because I was uh, going to um, to school at Cal State, mm-hmm. and I was also doing doing music as you know, just playing in bands and playing stuff and doing a lot of jazz stuff too. But back in 2019, like I really was getting kind of burnt out on jazz. Um, and I really wanted to just start playing rock and roll again. I, I don't know why it's just like a thing that kind of just clicked in my head. And like, yeah. It, and it's just, I don't know, maybe it was just a creative spark. They call it or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to get this, this maybe let's see if I can get this old band back together and just find some new guys. And so, um, the reason why I just didn't want to start a new band was because the old band, you know, we already had our social media pages, we already had a logo, we already had somewhat of a following <laughs> from Chicago, so um, it would just save me, you know, time and energy building that shit up back again, which is a pain in the ass, as you know, um, doing the whole social Absolutely. media thing. Um, so um, back in 2019, I booked a gig at the Whiskey A Go-Go and basically just hired some session musicians to play, but we were playing all the old high street material um, and it went really well, and, you know, it was a great turnout and everything. So after that gig, um, I basically spent all of 2020 finding committed members to be in the band uh, because initially we were planning on doing the tour in 2020, releasing new music in 2020, but then, you know, the coronavirus hit. And basically that was kind of a mm-hmm. blessing in disguise because it gave me a lot more time to find musicians, which I had already, only planned would only maybe take me a month but it ended up taking me 12 months. So um, I found musicians. Yeah. I found musicians in 2020 that I thought were going to be permanent members, but ended up not working out. And it's just a lot of experimenting. So it wasn't until late 2020 that I, you know, I really just like, you know, I was so um, many times too, I was just like, man, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I don't know if I have it in me to keep like looking for um, for people because it's so, you get people who join and then they quit because they are scared of the commitment and they just like, you know, all that kind of shit. So um, I ended up finding, you know, I just really needed a good songwriting partner, like a really good lead singer, a good front man, a good songwriting partner. 
and maybe the bass player and the drummer can be, you know, swapped out here and there. Um, so I first, it really all kind of came together when I found Noxygen um, late 2020. And then um, Noxygen had Brando because the old drummer we were playing with wasn't sort of a good fit for us. Um, and so Noxygen right. had Brando. And then I had Nick from playing with him early in 2020 as well with some other players. Um, and I asked Nick, I'm like, hey, man, can you just kind of, can you stick around and help us play shows and be on the demos and everything? And then it just kind of like turned into the four of us being a band. And, and here we are finally, you know, so. Nice. Nice. Well, I'll tell you, uh, and, and ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you too. Like I said, uh, I'm not in the music business, um, but I've always been around it. All everybody I knew growing up, I'm telling you, was in, you know, they were trying, they were, they were working hard trying to, trying to be where high street is now. And, it's 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 crazy because ninety percent of the time lineups don't work out. You know, right. you're dealing with with multiple personalities and 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 and, and talent levels and and all kinds of stuff, uh, girlfriend, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And um, you know, even the Beatles had you know, couldn't keep it together forever. You know, the best band in the world. Right. And. You know, so when it does work, when you do find that group of people and, and, and you're cooking with grease and, and everything's working and jiving and, and it's just perfect, man, that's special. That's hard. That doesn't yeah. happen every day. And yeah. so, you know, for, yeah, for a moment, I thought it wasn't going to happen. You know, for a moment, I thought oh, it wasn't yeah. really going to happen. And then, uh, but if you, if you do have that, it, it's not as hard to find a drummer, uh, a bass player. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still hard. But, like, to find uh, a lead singer who's got a knack for the genre, who understands, who's a good vocal, um, ha- has great vocal range and everything like that, I mean, that's that's yeah. more difficult. So um, I, I just knew that, um, you know, Noxygen, where he goes to – where he studied, I knew that they had a lot of great musicians. Um, and so – it, and it's basically just packed with, you know, musicians from all, all over the country. And so I kind of knew that I would probably get something if I, you know, put up something there. So That's awesome. You know, that, that's also a good point, too. That's a good example. Many people all the time. I, I went to art school um, in Boston on, on the, uh, the other side, uh, the other coast. And, um, you know, people are like, you know, oh, well, you know, art college and or music School or film school, you know, is it really worth it? I tell you, not only does it um, teach you a lot of technical aspects, tricks, and that's that's great, you know, how to do what you're doing, do it and do it well. Um, it also teaches you how to think, but also, and here's the thing a lot of people don't think about, is it gives you access to people in your field, you know, um, most schools have those bulletin boards or, or this or that, or you, you know somebody or somebody knows somebody at the genetic school. And, um, man, that can be gold, you know, uh, when you're trying to get something done. <laughs> you know, you got a project yeah. or something, and you have access to that that the person who didn't go to the school maybe doesn't yeah. have. And I'm telling you, in any business, especially entertainment, if you can get, you know, even just a little bit of finger hold ahead of, of everybody else that's climbing up that wall, it can yeah. pay off. And in your guys' case, it really did. That's yeah. cool, man. That is cool. Yeah, and 
Yeah, but just, you know, kind of to add on to that, I mean, like, it's, uh, it is hard to find people, but, like, if you look hard enough, you, you'll you find them. Um, and that's where mm. a lot of people go wrong is that they just don't have the drive, they don't have the time and the energy that's just kind of on the back burner for them. And I was, every fucking day I was sitting at the computer, you know, trying to, <laughs> you know, find people and everything. And it's like, eventually I'm going to find someone. And so you just have to have the drive to do it. And I don't really think it's a matter of just not a, enough musicians being around because there's plenty of them. You just have to look hard enough. There's a bunch. Right, right. We gotta, there's a bunch of people, like uh, a lot of musicians and stuff. I mean, I feel like the good thing about us, I feel like it's about chemistry. Like, I just mm. feel connected to this guy and, you know, like everybody's cool. Everybody's having fun. So, like, I just felt like, nice. you know, um, it's just like, playing, you know, like playing with some friends, playing some music, and go to shows together, being admired together, like, it just, it's just fun. Yeah, it's just a hang. Yeah. That's cool. So we all have, that we is all have cool. a strong work ethic, you know, so. Right. And you gotta love it. You gotta love, well, no matter what you're doing, ladies and gentlemen, you could be baking bread, doesn't matter. You gotta love it, even when you hate it. And trust True. me, even somebody like, you know, I, I do pretty good. I live a pretty nice life, you know, paint, paint pictures of people. But, man, there's a lot of mornings I get up and I'm like, I don't want to do it today. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then I push that feeling aside and I get to work. You know, you, you just have to. You've got to, yeah. you got to love it even when you hate it. It's, um, and that's, yeah, we that's basically anything, rehearse. We rehearse we rehearsed like the same songs over and over and over and over again. And a lot of us are pretty much sick of it already, but we yeah. do it. Right. There was, uh, we were just in Chicago um, like a month ago and we had to play this one song of ours like 50 times. It was, it was incredible. Yeah. We were all kind of <laughs> done with that song as, uh, after that day, you know, so it took us like a couple of weeks, uh, you know, um, right. of of a break so that we can come back to play that song and have it feel awesome again. Yeah, that's all. But you, but I bet you what, there's no mistakes when you play that song now. You know, yeah. um, you know it <laughs> inside yeah. out, forward and backwards. That's cool, yeah. man. That's cool. I was reading a reading an interview with uh, Getty Lee, um, and he's like, "Yeah, man." It goes. It got to a point. He goes, "I, I would throw up on my mouth whenever we started Tom Sawyer." <laughs> You know, from Russia. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. I can get that. You know, I I can, I'm sure that's very true, you know, but. Exactly. You know, there's mortgages to pay, <laughs> car notes, you know, you gotta, you gotta work. That's a big yeah. thing. You bring up a good point that I think a lot of bands and um, and people in entertainment in general, it's, it's weird because that is such an important thing is, is just doing work, you know, and there's yeah. so much minutiae that isn't the fun part of what you're doing. You know, I, I imagine playing for you is, is what you guys like to do. You know, hey, let's just play. Um, but you bring up these good points. And until you're at a point where you can pay somebody um, to do it, and you better know how to do it anyway, otherwise people rip you off, is all right. the minutia, all of the social media, all the bullshit, all the, you know. Yeah. And that you'll start doing that. And, that you know, you look up and you're like, six hours have passed. You know, Jesus. Right. Um, and that's a Tuesday. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, you got exactly. Wednesday tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. It's a lot it's of just, stuff. It's, that it's drive. a lot of stuff for us. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff that we um, uh, have figured out, and that's kind of one of the things. Like each time, I I found the band members. I'm like, hey, look, it's not gonna just be like, it's not gonna just be like hunky dory and fun all the time because it's it's really just gonna be hard work because that's kind of what it takes to 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 get the success that we ultimately want. Um, and with that comes, you know. Uh, a lot of promotion, you know, social media stuff, obviously, mm-hmm. obviously is, is huge. And just, um, you know, obviously just, you know, getting the exposure that we need in order to make it and then, you know, booking the shows and everything like that. It's just, it's a real pain in the ass, but it's, yeah, like there's, again, there's so many talented people who just don't have the drive to do that. I've met right. probably 90, 90, 90% of the people I've met just don't, don't want to do that and that's the problem so and now folks a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors stay tuned we'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages listen to this cool episode ad free if you're a vip member you can become one on my website www dot jamie rocks dot us www dot j a m i e r o x x dot us this is a message from the centers for disease control and prevention older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from covid 19 if you are at higher risk you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition, or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst. Energizing citrine. Colorful fluorite. The other side of the sun. Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. 
Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, she's a fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Yeah, I think the fear of absolutely is definitely uh yeah the fear of commitment and just the hesitance to just go all out on something is is definitely something it's scary yeah it's scary and it's just and it's prevalent it's everywhere oh very very serious I remember many many years ago many years ago you guys you know you were very babies at the time but the internet had just kind of started and um we we were friends with this cat. Uh, our, when I say we, our little gang of people that hung out, and he was a music guy. This this guy, uh, we'll call him Steve. That isn't his real name, but um, I, I don't want to blast him on the show. But um, he was growing up. He was our friend that was always in bands. But he was the guy that would book everything and make people practice and you know have those difficult conversations about you know whatever. And but he and he was really this this driving he's a music guy you know and everybody knew that he was going to make it someday if anybody was going to he was going to you know we're going to turn on MTV right. he would definitely be on there and um, you know we knew a lot of people in bands but we knew he had it and he had this he got this one group together and they were great they were fantastic man and they had um, had some kind of contest on one of these like the Winamp or something it was like this old music sharing service type thing. And um, mm-hmm. and people voted, and the the prize uh, was a, a record contract, and these guys won, and and they sent them from Detroit to um, L.A. and went to a big meeting. You know, I was already living out in the, the West Coast at the time after school, and I went with yeah. them, and because um, they're like, you know, you know all these crazy people, why don't you go with them? I'm like, okay, um, you know, went there, explained to everybody I wasn't in the band, I was just there for support. And, um, you know, they brought out these big, thick contracts, you know, printed on paper and everything. It was, like I said, a different time. And the, the lead singer, who was a little older, he didn't, nobody knew it. Apparently, he had been lying about his age. Uh, we all found out later. Was in a wedding band back home. And he was married. He was, like, the only <laughs> one who was married. And he freaked out at this point. And ran out of the room, you know, just left, left the building. And, wow. you know, it was like, I just want to go back home. Crazy. I want to sing in my wedding band. I got steady money there. I mean, they were at a big high rise. We were all sitting there at a big table. Guy had a ponytail and everything and a big contract. And this guy just lost it, you know, had an anxiety yeah. attack, I guess, you know. And I'm not putting people down for, you know, that have right. those, but I'm just saying this wasn't the time or place for that, you know, under these circumstances. Sure, sure, sure. And yeah, and you left, gotta be, you gotta and be the prepared. guy. 
oh yeah, well he was the lead singer, and so the 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 people that were signing them, the record company there, were like, hey guys, you know, it's a, it's not the the deal's kind of off. If you, we'll give you a couple days to get your singer back because you know it ain't the same thing without a different. You know, you can't just that wasn't the deal. Yeah. He, you know, it didn't work out. Band broke up. They 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 were that they were across the table from having the big contract and everything, and. We all felt real bad for our friend uh, Steve there, you know, and me and my, my ex-wife at the time, well, we were married at the time, but, you know, we had him come to our place. We kind of, and without, I don't know if he knew or not, but we were all kind of watching. We made sure there were no pills and put the knives away, you know, because we didn't know. We were real, he, he was not in a good place, you know. And, yeah. and uh, it all worked out. He wound up teaching music and got married and everything, but it, it didn't work out as far as the big dream. And yeah, stuff like that happens. And you know, like I said, when you got to find the right crew, you got to find the right crew. And when you yeah. do, that's awesome. And it's magic. I mean, you go, I go see these bands at places, and you know, and they're they're talented like you guys are and stuff. And you see them play, and it's like magic. And I'm like. And I don't want to sound all California and new agey, but it's just yeah. so cool when you see that. You know, it's so special. And here you guys yeah, are. We hope- and you made this happen during a pandemic. Jeez. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah, we, <laughs> you know? we, yeah we, we really hope to deliver. Um, I think each, each and every one of us individually, separate from the band, is just very talented. Um I'm probably the least talented of the four. Um, so, uh, but each of us is, are very talented. So, like, either way, like, yeah, the band still has to gel together. But either way, it's just going to be, um, it's going to be good because, like I said, it, they all have the the music the music gene. Like you mentioned, it's just like a, a bad night for them is is a good night for the audience. So a great night for them is right. the magic that you're kind of talking about. So That's so cool, man. Well, you know, it reminds me, I was reading this biography about David Bowie, um, I don't know, during the pandemic last year, and somebody had asked him in it, uh, in this interview, that they're like, man, every track you do is like gold, you know? I mean, how does that happen? And he's like, look, when you work with the best, you get good results. <laughs> and he goes, if you know this, yeah. I work with the yeah. best. Right. There you go. And we're, we're like, well, Nick right is now, great on bass and Brando on drums. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to catch yeah. up. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, just I was going to say, like, right now we're only, um, during this whole kind of, like, time we're doing the tour and releasing the music, we're only releasing four songs, um, which mm. isn't a whole lot. But um, we spent so much time developing the songs and making them um, as good good as they can be because we'd rather release um you know a, a few good songs as opposed to you know a bunch of decent songs and i'm talking about production too because you know as of now an oxygen does all the production for the songs and uh which is an mm. insane yeah it's like it's till uh kill two birds with one stone kind of thing i mean not only is he uh a great singer but he can also do the production too which saves us time and money so for now i mean that's kind of that's kind of what we're doing and it just like yeah it works out that is gold and it, ladies and gentlemen if you're i know that we have a lot of people that listen um that are starting out in bands and everything that's a rarity 
don't expect lead singers to, uh, you know, and you're lucky sometimes if they show up, you know, or uh, yeah. come back for the encore. <laughs> exactly. You're sitting down exactly. at the table at the, at the production. Oh, man. That's amazing. Um, I'm not yeah. putting, don't send me emails, folks. I'm not putting all lead singers down. I'm just saying it's real cool that you guys have that in out. Yeah, it's a stereotype. Yeah, I mean, but but you know, I mean, going to school and just having like a general idea of recording definitely helps because I think that's that's definitely my my other forte. If 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 performing wasn't a thing, that's definitely my second choice you know so uh, it's just it's just that I had the knack for it but then I also ended up going to school for performance so it kind of worked out nice that's cool well you'll always be working <laughs> that's the good thing you know yep. a winning hand is good to have um that's amazing that's amazing well let's play the uh, well we should tell people the um the album you guys are uh, or the EP I guess uh that you guys are uh, no it's an album um, supporting with the tour, you're doing a tour through California and Arizona, right? And the album, the upcoming album is called Revival. And um, yeah, the EP's like called Revival. The singles from it. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and we'll we'll be uh, we'll be also playing in in Vegas as well, and just you know, kind of Southwest clubs oh, cool. are like I said, because you know we. Since since the band, a, a lot of the following is, is back from Chicago, we got to establish the band now on the, uh, on the West Coast. And so that's kind of uh, what our mission is for the next uh, several months here. Oh, I'm telling you, as good as talented yeah. as you guys are, you know, it, it might take maybe two of these little, uh, you know, mini tours, I guess they call them, uh, where you do a few states and whatnot. But you're playing the right places, Vegas and then places, you know. And, and stuff. Right, yeah. Um, well, yeah, what we hope. You know, you will establish a new following. If you got a good quick. club, we're coming for you, man. You know, we're we're coming to take your head off. So, <laughs> nice, nice. Well, and it's it's hard too because you know every day the, the, the damn Delta very all that shit. It's just you know everybody's real nervous, you know. And I imagine booking bands is kind of you know well yeah we're good to go unless you know yeah. a meteorite falls and then you turn on the news. And the media rights on the way, you know, I mean, it's just right. such a crazy time right now, but you guys are doing it and that's yeah. cool, man. I saw, now we have, ladies and gentlemen, on our uh, show page, um, we have links to all the uh, high street social media, but it's very easy to, to get to those links also on their website, highstreetofficial.com. And it's just, no matter what social media you go on, and see, this, these guys are smart, man. Um, you just put High Street Official um, or We Are High Street. Um, on Instagram and SoundCloud, it's High Street Official. Facebook and Twitter, it's We Are High Street. And uh, there you go. You, you're there. I think I was on either your Instagram or your – could have been uh, – I'm sure it's on both. Um, but there was a list. Here it is. It's on Facebook right here where it shows, has the dates and whatnot. And um, – you know, every place you guys are playing and whatnot yeah. uh, for the next month. There's a couple months. Yeah. There's, and there'll, there'll be more, cool there'll be more. There. Yeah. There'll be more that'll come along the way. I mean, those are just kind of the first time. I mean, it'll probably be 
maybe 12 to 15. Um, but that, you know, that's kind of really all we need to, to just sort of, uh, to support the new the new music and you know we're happy because oh, you know wow. we uh it's it's doing you guys pretty are well. The yeah. Bar? yeah. In Vegas yeah. is where you guys are playing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. For those who are listening, I take it you I take uh, it you've been there before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's. I'm telling you, I'm a. Ret- I tell people I'm a retired club rat. I don't think there's a. Vi- then it's hard because actually I haven't been. You know, back in my wolfing around days, it's been about 10 years now uh, since I met my wife and, and, and settled down. But, yeah, man, the dive bar, a lot of fun at the dive bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of fun. It's a, uh, oh, yeah, it's a rock and roll punk place, you know. It's just how it is. Canyon Club, yeah, that's another good poorhouse. You guys play yeah, some good on the yeah, we're on the bill with a few other uh, bands too at the uh, the dive bar, um, and then same a lot of these places, you know. And we're playing a couple of shows in San Diego too because we have a uh, you know pretty good uh, size core following down there as well. People to reach out to for the shows too, mm-hmm. so that'll be that'll be pretty good. And yeah, I mean we're pretty much just looking forward to every show, but we're taking it one one step at a time. And I would say uh, I think the biggest one that we have right now on our list is the Canyon Club in Montclair, which is, um, is, that's big. is uh, we'll, yeah, that's it's pretty big. We'll have to sell a lot of tickets for that one. So, um, but yeah, for, for the listeners, you know, you can check out, if you go to our Facebook page, you can see all, all of our events. Each show has an event. You can go to the event. Some of them have uh ticket links. Some of them don't, but the Canyon Club definitely was. So uh, if you're in the area, feel free to go get yourselves a ticket. It's 24 bucks. Yeah, absolutely, man. And well worth it. And I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is one of those bands. As you know, Take it from an old man. This is one of those bands you'll go see, and then 20 years from now, you know, you'll be at a party or something, and barbecue, whatever, doesn't matter. And, you know, the people will be telling their cool stories, as happens at every party, no matter what the age. And you'll say, well, yeah, I saw High Street at the Canyon Club or wherever, at the dive bar, you know. And everybody will kind of look at you with that look like, yeah, okay, sure, you know, yeah, that happened. They won't believe you or anything. And then you'll whip out your phone and, I don't know, it'll be some ancient picture or something on there. And, uh, you know, you, you'll be the party star. <laughs> so definitely don't <laughs> miss the opportunity, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was yeah we're going to be loud and on stage, and then we're going to, you know, yeah, it's 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 going to be – Every show that we play, we're going to go all out for it. It's going to be loud. It's going to be aggressive. We're going to bring it, and, uh, you know, we'll make you like it. Hey, and if you don't (laughs) like it, buy a couple shirts. It'll help us go 10 miles down the road, and we'll go as far as away as you want. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Well, let's play the track. Um, This is the first uh, release off of this, and uh, there's there's more to – there's another reason to like and share – uh, the uh, social media of High Street. And also, if you go to their website, highstreetofficial.com, you scroll down to the bottom of the page and uh, join me. I've done it because I want to keep abreast of what's going on with these guys. I'm telling you, if they were a horse, I would bet on them. Um, but join their email list uh, because then you get up. And you guys are pretty good about that, too, with the updates. And yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Our email list on. is uh is, is growing pretty fast. So, yeah, definitely sign up and we'll send all the updates there. That's cool. That is cool. Well, let's play the track. This is Swallow Your Pride. Should we play it and then talk about it? Do you guys want to do an intro to it, or how do you want to do it? Yes, of course, we could do, we could do a quick intro. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so 
the EP essentially is is going to be a part of a bigger concept uh, that I'm that I'm working on once 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 the tour is done and uh, we're going to start recording more songs. But this this particular song is is about somebody who has to essentially um, kill their own ego so that they can get over what whatever it is that they're going through. Um, gotcha. And uh, yeah, so it's like uh, it's it's kind of like a whirlwind of emotions and uh, w- yeah, it's it's like a very fierce kind of visceral reaction to the realization that the only way that they can get over their their troubles is to ultimately swallow their pride. Oh, man. Haven't we all known that cat or been that cat? Oh, man. Well, this is a great song. Let's play it, everybody. This is Swallow Your Pride. High Street is the band. Check this out. It's amazing.
ladies and gentlemen. What a track. I'm telling you, that was Swallow Your Pride. High Street. Guys, that was fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Now, I know you guys, we were talking a little bit before about, um, you know, playing a lot, uh, especially a particular track. You know, you're on tour, you're doing promo and whatnot. And you you heard it a, a billion times, you know, a million times. Um, the, the first time when you when this came together, when when the production was done and you're doing the playback and whatnot, and you're hearing that, I mean, even though you've done all this work on it, did you guys know that that was going to be such a fantastic track? Like, I mean, could you? Because to me, hearing it for the first time, and I'm just a civilian, you know, I'm I'm out here listening to music. I'm like, wow, I was blown away by that. Were you guys when the production was done? Uh, well, yeah, we had we had uh, different iterations of the song. I think we we had, well, well, there was a demo before I came in, and then there, mm. was, there was a demo, uh, maybe two demos after I came in. Um, and, and the last one was the one that we used. And uh, we had Brando do about... A, four or five individual takes and uh, uh, I got Nick to come over, do all the bass parts, do different variations of the bass part. And then Eric came over like four or five times to do different kinds of guitar parts. And I probably tracked the vocals like three or four times over. Um, So, yeah, so there was a lot of um, tweaking and, and, and perfecting Mm. the arrangement and the production and, uh, even the performance, uh, like I threw away one of my vocal performances just because I didn't like the way I uh, I, I I did a line, you know, and I would just mm. redo the whole um, redo oh, the yeah. whole song, you know. Well, yeah, and that's I think what non-creative people don't get about creative people is especially and when your name's on the door, man, when 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 this is represent your arts representation of, of your talent, your skill, and, and just what you're vibing, you know, what, what, what you're throwing out there. Um, it's got to be perfect or as close as you can get it, man. Um, yeah. It, and that's hard. That's hard as a creative to know. Um, sometimes it's equally as hard to know when it's done, you know? Um, yeah. But that, that is, that is a great track. Follow your price. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www. Dot J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic-grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. 
please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation, raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another, a friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Let me ask you guys this, because I always ask my musician friends this, because I find it interesting. Now, when I'm working on a painting, People see the end result, and they're like, oh, yeah, he just sat down and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, they don't know that I painted that painting. Uh, you know, there's a lot of math involved. There was, I painted that painting in my head ten times before I even sat down, you know. Um, yeah. And they see the end result, and sometimes it goes great. I sit down, and it's just, and it's great, you know. And th- that's very rare. The majority of time, I halfway through the thing and I'm so mad I want to throw it in the street you know and jump up and down on it and it fights yeah. me now I'm right. hearing the end result of swallow your pride and I hear that and I'm like oh this is magic this is electric this is just oh I love it 
Mm-hmm. I can't tell because it's perfect, or, or you know, it, there it is. It, it's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, I can't tell. Did it come easy, or was this one that that fought a little bit? And you don't have to answer me if you'd rather not. But I'm just curious. Well, I, you know, I imagine sometimes that happens. It's funny you mentioned that because uh, this is the best way, Nick. By the way, um, mm-hmm. that. So this song took blood, sweat, and tears. Um, the first nice. iteration of this tune was back in July of 2020. That was when the first chords were invented, the first riff, and we kept fighting and fighting with it um, over multiple iterations of members in the band, just trying to make the thing work, um, just because either the drum part didn't fit in the way we wanted to, the chords weren't right, or the the tempo was off. There was just a million reasons why we couldn't make the song work. And when we got to the original demo phase um, back in around November, we we recorded it and we didn't like the way it came out, and we had a very different vision back then of what we wanted it. We were thinking more synthy, more new agey, just to fill in the space. But eventually when um, Oxygen and Brando came into the mix, I mean, it just clicked with them for some reason. They knew exactly what to play, what Eric and I had been hearing in that song for months. And that was really when we knew, okay, these are the real deal. These guys are who's going to stick with us. Because it was just fantastic when it finally came to a wrap. That's awesome. That is amazing. That is amazing. And it's, I think it works. You know, I, I think it really works well. And and if you did over, you know, if if you did weekend it out there and put a bunch of sense and everything to, to, to fill in, you know, it's funny because I love that you put it that way because there's so many times I'll hear a track, it's a good track. And I'm like, yeah, they, 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 they're putting icing on the cake. You can kind of tell, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's they're filling stuff in. And, uh, no, I don't see. I don't. I don't get that impression at all. With swallow your pride. I, I think that's yeah. We, we were initially we're gonna not just we were just not gonna have vocals on it because like I, I I thought after we had played it with uh, one of the rendition of the band like just one version in, in 2020 with like the other drummer and the other um, guitar. We mm. didn't even have a vocalist at the point. We were still looking, but like it was just basically the backing band recording demos and. Um, no one was feeling it. Um, and it was just one of those things like maybe, maybe we thought it would just be like kind of a solo guitar, um, track where we would just kind of extend it into kind of like a jam. Um, because a lot of the, <clears throat> a lot of the guitar licks can, are kind of, I, I mean, they can be made to kind of turn it into like a solo guitar kind of feature. So that was it. And then, so we had that one kind of on the back burner. And then, uh, when Oxygen, you know, kind of joined, um he that was the first that was like the one of the first songs that he really gravitated towards and we were all like really like that one and so <laughs> he um and so he had he written lyrics to it yeah exactly he had written lyrics to it and backing vocals and everything and it was really good but it was over a crappy demo that we made so uh you know when brando came in that's kind of like when we really got the power behind the song and you know, we're just a four piece nice. band, but we turn we turn it up to eleven, you know what I mean? So Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and actually, like you know, my, my uh my first impression was like when I listened to the song, 
like I, when I listen to the demos, I'm like, man, this is a hard song. Like, and I felt the same way. They know what they're writing. Like, they actually know what they're doing writing, and this is a hard song. I mean, not necessarily the way it played, but the, the tempo-wise, it's just like in the middle where you could rush and drag. I just took it as a challenge, and I'm like, these guys are really, really good. And I'm like, I got to do my best if they, you know, do their best. So, yeah, it, it's it's a good song. That's why, like, I, I love Swallow Your Pride so much because, like, there's some history back on it, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially, I can only imagine a, when a lead singer says that, uh, <laughs> and a producer. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, yeah. I hear you. Well, I'm real excited. I'm telling you, I don't want to. I don't say this in comparison because I, I hate when people say, "Oh, this band sounds like this." Because you guys really, you, the band you sound like is High Street, and that's the way it's supposed to be. But the excitement yeah. behind. We um, don't. We don't want to sound like anyone else. I mean, like if if anyone's like, oh, right, you, right. you sound exactly like you know. We don't want to be like Greta Van Fleet and Led Zeppelin. That's the last thing we want. Exactly, and that's the, that was what I was kind of thinking at first because you know, and it's funny because I'll go to, you know, especially before the pandemic, I haven't gone in a year and a half, but you, you go to cocktail parties and stuff, and everybody knows about that. To have my little podcast and whatnot, and. So everybody's like, hey, I heard this band. you got to get them on your part, you know. And, uh, yeah, Greta came up a few times, you know, and they're like, uh, you know, they're going to be the next Zeppelin. I'm like, eh, they're not going to be the next Zeppelin because there already was a Zeppelin, you know. Exactly. Um, and, yeah, you know, I mean, you there's nothing really against this. I mean, I, I, I really, I don't know if we're, I know, like, they're one of the few rock and roll bands that are, like, out nowadays. I mean, you have, like, mm-hmm. the Foo Fighters, you know, just big ones. And then, like, I'm talking about, like, younger guys. Um, right. You know, um, right. and and I, I, I don't know. No, there's any, not. There's a need for it. There's yeah. a need for it. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think it was 2004, maybe, maybe 2003. I was in uh, Denver, Colorado at the time hanging out and uh, you know just uh, I was out there for like I don't know a few weeks or something pardon me and I I was out there and I was doing my thing went to a club uh, with these two gals and I walked in and I heard the killers for the first time and I was like stopped in my trap I'm like what is this this is fantastic you know and you know who are these guys and it was exciting because there wasn't anybody else like that and there was this uh, definite rock void vacancy and i think there kind of is right now to be honest with you i'm not saying there's no good rock bands out there because i know there's right. rock bands playing every night it's ones you hear though as a civilian the ones that i'm in contact with just you know listening to cirrus or whatever you don't hear a lot of, uh, yeah there's as, just as not a lot of young stuff. young young bands i mean there's a lot of older guys but mm-hmm. like no one no one no one wants to go see an up and coming rock band of guys in their 40s like no one wants to do that unless you're in in that age range which is fine mm-hmm. but like I'm talking for kids my age you know no one wants to go right. and see that uh and so I mean we wouldn't be doing this if we were 35 another good band that has had success that's a little bit older is Dirty Honey which we actually draw a lot of mm. inspiration from and we think obviously they're very talented individuals but yeah i think you know um this this world needs some young rock and roll bands and we just want to also make the way for other bands young younger bands to maybe say hey look you know uh 
we just, you know, hopefully want to be a model for other bands as well to look at us and say they can do it as well, even in a time period where rock and roll isn't uh, mainstream. So. Absolutely, man, absolutely. Well, I'm telling you, you know, they may not be at the shows because they can't get in, but there's going to be some young people that, that hear Follow Your Pride and, and, you know, the new single I'm sure you guys are going to be releasing and, and be like, you know what? I might be able to meet some girls. I got to get a guitar. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> what has yeah. Happened, you know? Sure. Uh, sure. Oh man, it's uh, that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. Oh, what's well, yeah. awesome, guys? And Although I, I will, I will very... say though, if you're if you're picking up an instrument just to get girls, then you should stop. I mean, because like right. you know, that's because you, you know, because then it's not gonna. You got to do it for the right reasons, you know. But hey, I I would be lying too if we all didn't, you know, have have that as as one of our, you know, things on the list. I got you. I got you. No, but it's it's true, you know. When when you're when you're an artist and you're supposed to be doing what you and you can't do anything else, you know. I mean, it's um, you know, well, yeah. oxygen can always still produce, you know. But um, the rest of us, you know, we we. Have to have to use our talents, otherwise we ain't gonna. Yeah, you know, it ain't gonna work. Um, yeah, I'll tell you a little thing on that though. You know, the the reality is, is when you figure out, and I'm talking to my listeners here who are out there, those young bucks and, and buckets, I guess is the word, those out there. Um, Mark Twain had a great quote, a very famous quote, and I'm gonna probably butcher. He says, "There's two very important days in a person's life." the day they were born and the day they figure out why. And I'm telling you guys, I've seen it uh-huh. time and time again, experienced it. When you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's weird how shit just falls into place. You know, it's like crazy. It's, it's like, wow. You know, but the opposite yeah. is true too. If you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, shit happens. <laughs> that you don't yeah. want to happen. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? what I mean, we can't tell the future. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, stuff always happens. But if one of these guys has to leave the band or if I, God forbid, have to leave the band for some reason, I I mean, I don't know. All I can say is right now that we're just kind of we're doing uh, we're doing what we want to do right now. We're we're being present and uh, we're hoping it lasts as long as it can. And, um, you know, just uh, uh, just be able to do what we love. So. But you know, but you know where shit's you gonna happen. But you know where shit's gonna happen is is at the Maui Sugar Mill and at the trip on the 26th and the 3rd. That's so right. if y'all are in the area, you guys can come out and see some shit happen and That's rock right. out with us. And you know, buy merch. Come support us. Buy merch. You know. Absolutely. People don't realize, especially indie bands and whatnot, the um, the merch table. Is, is is almost as important as the bass player. No, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, the merch table is definitely a member of the band because a lot of times on tours, and the, especially as many tours, you know, and stuff, um, the merch could be dinner for the guys or getting the van down the road to the next get, you know? I mean, yeah. very, very important. I've seen that happen a lot. 
Yeah, we're 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 actually. Let me rephrase. We're actually a five piece band. It's it's Brando, Nick, Knox, <laughs> and me, and then merch, merch. Yeah. Yeah, merch. Well, sometimes we'll throw merch on keys too in the background. He'll get up there, and then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, right, exactly. the key star. There you go. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, you know, when I was a kid, like I said, I knew all these bands and stuff. That's how I saw a lot of bands, though, is because um, this was before the Internet. You know, I'm an old man, and, you know, the band's like, hey, come check us out. And I'm like, I just don't have the cash, you know. And they're like, well, run the merch table, Jamie. You know a lot of people. <laughs> you can sell some shit, you know. Yeah. That's how I, yeah. I stapled flyers to telephone poles and ran merch tables. Um and that's, you know, I saw a lot of bands that way. But, um, yeah. no, seriously, you guys have, you know, the cool thing, too, is I was going to, I don't know who does the, um, uh, who did your graphic. I love the logo. It's great. It's a fantastic yeah, logo. Yeah, it's actually, and it's I love funny the, you bring that up. Yeah, because the the guy who did the graphic was was uh, a guy by the name of Nate Azark, and I wouldn't be doing him justice if I didn't bring up his name. He's back in Chicago, and he created that logo actually back in maybe 2014 or so. Um, and he's done artwork for huge, huge, huge artists. Um, and the guy is seriously a pro. So uh, if you're in Chicago oh, yeah. and you're a musician or an artist, uh, hit up Nate Azark. That dude is ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. And I'll tell you guys what a lot, and this happened, I've seen it so many times, and I'm not throwing shade in anybody, but but rock bands are real guilty of this a lot of times, is they'll have these super elaborate logos, you know, where there's a dragon and a castle and a hill and a village and a prince, you know, and this and that and a knight. And you don't need all that shit. <laughs> you know? Because when right, you reduce right. it down to flyers and stuff, it just they're like, oh, their logo's a blog. Um, now, this is a great logo, and it fits well on uh, on the on the merch, you know, so. Absolutely. I love the graphic for Swallow Your Pride, too. The single graphic? I don't know what it's about, but I love it. With the skeleton on the uh, the dog? Yeah, it's it's kind of uh, a little bit of symbolism going on. So you got the dead skeleton. And the the EP is called Revival because the band is being revived now. Um, So we kind of got the dead skeleton fishing for High Street. Uh, in the in the open sea, trying you know a dead band trying to revive it you know and pull it out of the sea, which is kind of a symbolism of us in this rebirth phase. So nice, well it's yeah. cool, it's super cool. Well guys, I'm gonna tell you something. You all already know this. Um, y- you know it's uh, it's just common knowledge. You hear your track and you guys know this. Keep doing what you're doing. You're super all all of you are super good at it. <laughs> you know, seriously, it's working. Um, thanks, thanks so much. And, keep you know, doing we, it, uh, man. Yeah, we appreciate being on your 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 podcast, and you know, we'll have us back anytime. Oh, anytime, man. You guys are just class act and uh, just so talented, so talented. Well, I can't wait to hear more. I can't wait to hear more, and. Listeners, if you're out there on the West Coast, you know, or, or in Vegas, or, or check out that. I'll be posting that um, that that breakdown of, of every place they're playing. I'll post it on all my social media and whatnot. And um, you know, if you're out there, definitely check these guys out. You know, 
you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't. Uh, fantastic band, High Street. They're great. And uh, wow, appreciate it. Uh, Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, we ran a little late, but that's okay. Uh, these guys are fascinating to talk to. Uh, this episode, of course, will be converted to a podcast. We're going to push it out on all the social media uh, platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. If you, wherever you listen or download podcasts, we're on. I'm telling you, baby, don't worry about it. We're on like 400 of them. It's zany, man. I didn't even know there were that many podcasting platforms, but there are, and, uh, and we're on them all. So very, very cool, and more coming soon. Uh, I'm just saying, if you happen to listen to Satellite Radio, Stay true, and that's, that's in the works. Um, cool, cool, cool. Okay, folks, we will be back tomorrow. We're going to be talking um, with Johnny Sweet, a fantastic uh, documentary filmmaker, and he made a film about all the, uh, the bars uh, in New York City that have closed down with the pandemic and, and how that affected the uh, not only people working there, but the communities they're in. Fascinating documentary. We'll be talking to him tomorrow, so tune in for that. Go check out High Street and see them in, in person if you can, you know. Go to these shows, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Okay, folks, we will see you next time. Have a good one. Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.